And now, here's your resource queen, Alex Litwack. Welcome. With me today is Dr. Mary Grace Pinella. She has been a chiropractor for over 21 years, and her practice is called Still Point Family Chiropractic. Welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm happy to have you here. Here's what excites me. You are not a one-trick pony. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think that might be the nicest compliment I got today. <laughs> no, you do a whole bunch of things. Yes. It's not just about putting somebody's spine in alignment. So we'll talk about that growth and development. However, first, I would like to understand how did you pick chiropractic medicine? Well, um, first let me correct you. Chiropractic is not medicine. Oh. Chiropractic is a, um, a science and art and a philosophy of health, but not medicine. Medicine has a completely different connotation. Because medicine would imply drugs and surgery. Right. Well, medicine also implies an outside-in conversation. Chiropractic is about inside-out. Everything, health, etc., comes from the inside-out, specifically from above-down and inside-out. And so that's why we have to heal on the inside in order for the outside to be put back together. I love that. I stand corrected. <laughs> well, and how I got interested, I mean, uh, this is not my first rodeo. Um, I had a career before chiropractic, and it was literally trying to kill me. And I was like, mm, we're done with that. <laughs> and so um, when I was tired of, you know, like that frayed knot, and I let go, and I was like, hmm, what will we do next? I remembered back when I was a teenager, I had a chiropractic miracle happen. I, um, the long and short of it is, I passed out from period cramps, didn't have a clue as to what happened. Um, my mom dutifully took me to a gynecologist who said, oh, don't worry about her. After she has her first kid, she'll be fine. And at 16, my Italian mother, you know, the steam coming out of her ears, I stepped away from her because I, I knew if she blew, we'd all be in the, in the fallout zone. Yeah, danger zone. Danger zone. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, again, the a gynecologist was doing the best she could. She gave me Darvon. A Schedule C narcotic, which is no longer on the market, by the way. Um, and so the next month, instead of passing out from the pain, I was wide awake and feeling the pain and miserable. And then the third month after that, I happened to be with my mom and dad when it happened. And my mother, through grit teeth, is asking me, did you take your medicine? Hand to God, Mom, I took it, I swear. And I was as white as the sweater I'm wearing. And my mother said to my father, put her in the car, we're going to see Arnold. Arnold happened to be a miracle story in our neighborhood. He had owned our pharmacy in the small town I lived in. He had been given uh, a death sentence. He was um, given uh, six months to live. He had a blood disorder and said, get your things in order. And his best friend said to him, have you tried chiropractic? Famous last words. And he said, I haven't got a backache. What the hell's wrong with you? And he said, well, do you have anything to lose? And so Arnold got adjusted. And when Arnold's body was uh, functioning optimally, he no longer had that blood disorder. And then he went on to chiropractic school and practiced 12 years. So this is the person my mother took me to. And so Arnold, you know, dutifully checked me out up one side, down the other, maybe walk up and down his hallway, and found that I didn't have enough curve at the base of my spine, which is predominantly where the nerves go that feed the reproductive organs that go crazy during menstrual periods. So he gave me some exercises to do. He, I, I must have gotten adjusted every day that month, I'm sure. But you know what? The next month, no pain. I'm thinking he's a genius. And so that's what life was like. And when, you ha when that happens to an impressionable 16-year-old, it leaves a big impression. So never thinking that was my life path, I went marching down a whole other island of things to do. 
but when I when all when all was said and done and push came to shove and like what am I going to do with my life that means something? So I checked into it. You know, would they take me? I was 11 years out of college. What do you you know? Can I still go? What do I have to do? You know, so there was some hoop jumping to do, but I went, and from the minute I walked in the door of Palmer College of Chiropractic, I was in a settled soul position. I knew where I belonged. I knew where I was home. And from that point on, I've never worked. I love what I do. It's not work. It's my calling. Um, There's a phrase in chiropractic, you didn't choose to be a chiropractor. Chiropractic chose you. Totally get that. Totally. And so that's how I ended up, you know, celebrating my 21st chiropractic birthday last month. Boy, that makes my heart sing. It makes mine sing every day. Trust me when I tell you. So many people never find their calling. Yeah. Lucky you. They're afraid to leave where they are. And I encourage people all the time, come on in. The water's fine. Yeah. I've talked a lot on this show about fear and making fear-based decisions, especially when you're talking about self-care. Right. Very true. Um, The unfortunate thing is there's a lot of fear-mongering going on um, to get you to behave when it comes to your health care because there's a a segment of the health care system that says, I'm in charge, you don't really know what's going on in your body, but I do, and so therefore I'm telling you this, that, and the other thing, and the only way to motivate you is fear-based. It's exceptionally patronizing. It is. Oh, my God, yes. And, you know, our come from, chiropractic's come from is you have the tools to be whole and healthy from the minute you're born. Sometimes we get in our own way. Certainly, sometimes there are deficits that happen. But essentially, we all have the capacity to be whole and healthy. But we've done things that have allowed us to have another response, whether that's what we put in our mouths, whether that's our life as a couch potato, whether that's completely being oblivious to the fact that we need to go within now and then and listen to what's happening inside. So all of those things have an impact and can distort that healthy body that we're supposed to have that's our gift as our birthright. And so, you know, our goal is to get you back in touch with, you know, what you came to this planet with, which is good stuff. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. When you think about the human body mm. and what the human what a, body can do. What a miracle. It is what a, a miracle. What a complete and total miracle. You know, when you, when you see and understand just how many places conception can go wrong, you realize, you know, there's more to it than just, you know, egg and sperm. There is more to it than somebody had a plan. And it certainly wasn't anybody human. And, and there's lots of possibility for mistakes, but for general fabulousness. And wouldn't that be great if we were all generally fabulous? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It boggles the mind. It does. My experience in seeing a chiropractor, mm-hmm. which I haven't done for quite some time, was very much about getting quote-unquote, cracked. Yeah, here I go correcting you again. (laughs) We crack eggs. We adjust humans. Well, we should be. Yes, I understand, but that's the sound it makes. Oh, absolutely. And the sound is a joint capsule popping. And so 
you'll know, you'll know people who constantly will crack their knuckles or will twist themselves or pop their neck. And the reason for that is your body has this amazing pharmacy within. And every time one of those joint capsules pops, your brain says, uh, that might not be good. We might need to numb her out. And it sends a little morphine rush to you. And so that's why people get addicted to knuckle cracking and, and body popping because your body's saying, uh, uh, just in case that wasn't good, we're going to numb you out a little bit. It doesn't last long, but it's a rush and people love it. Now, the other side of that is you can't adjust what's stuck in your body. None of us can. I can't. No one can. That's why I see a chiropractor. You don't have the leverage, the internal leverage. Uh, externally, we can, we can have that leverage, but internally you don't. So what happens? You can move the one above and the one below, and they get loose and sloppy. And so they'll move at a moment's notice. Um, there are people who can sneeze and make themselves pop. But what happens is we're setting ourselves up for arthritic changes in the system down the road. And anybody who's dealt with arthritis knows it is no picnic. When you say joint capsule... What does that mean? So every joint in your body, and it's easier to see in like the small joints of your finger, but every joint in your body has two bones that come together making the joint. Sometimes there's a cartilage between them. Sometimes there's ligaments and tendons holding them together, but essentially they're wrapped like in bubble wrap, if you will. And it's um, there's synovial fluid in the joints, and that means that they move easier when there's no meniscus or disc in there. And so when we make that joint move abruptly, that, pop, that capsule just pops and some air escapes. Not the fluid, but some air escapes, and that's the noise you hear. And does that give you the relief you want or that what you said that morphine it gives you rush. that little morphine rush it does not give you the relief because you haven't fixed the stuck one the stuck one still sends messages that says hey i'm stuck hey i'm stuck and your body's going i gotta fix that i gotta fix that i gotta move you know instinctively we'll try and move and fix and things but you can't fix the one that's stuck most of the time because you don't have the internal leverage to make that one move and most of the time when we, we play with the one above and below we just make the middle one stucker I know that's not really a word, but it... I'm yeah. not going to correct you. <laughs> Don't worry. Wait a minute. Do we literally make morphine? Oh, yeah. We make a bunch of really cool chemicals. That's, that's a story for another day. <laughs> I didn't know we made oh, morphine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your body can make absolutely an amazing array of chemicals. So what do we call the happy juice that we make? That's serotonin. Right. Yeah. So your body can make a whole lot of chemicals as needed. And never is going to overdose you, ever. Ever. I seriously have never heard anyone say that. I know we make serotonin and mm -hmm. dopamine and other mm -hmm. neurotransmitters, yep. and we make vitamin yep. K, and we know how to make vitamin D, and all these yep. fabulous nutrients that mm -hmm. we need. That we need, yeah. Whether it's for our body or our brain or whatever exactly. system they go to. But morphine was not one that I'd ever heard. It's a morphine-like system. It's not. It, it's it's that. It's that calm, feel-good chemical. Morphine may be the wrong word for it, but it is definitely a let's numb you up and give you a little calm and make you happy in an instant. So when somebody's cracking their knuckles mm -hmm. and they get that little pop and mm -hmm. they feel... It's almost instantaneous and nobody really recognizes it. But then it becomes an addiction. Oh, heck yes, because it goes to the satiety centers because it's trying to numb you out. Because it's worried about you. Your body does the absolute best it can for you every moment of every day. Now, it's dealing with whatever input it's gotten to this point. So if we're dealing with a stuck system, it's doing the best it can with the stuck system.
So when you adjust somebody, mm -hmm. what do you do that might be distinct from what another traditional, let's say, chiropractor might do? So most of the time when you get adjusted by me, you almost never hear that pop. Because you, you might have noticed I'm a little on the short side. <laughs> I, I don't have a whole lot of, of height and body leverage, but when I use a table that has drop pieces, I can get all the leverage I need. And so I adjust with drop techniques, and so I can also beat your muscle reflex that way. Because when I put my hand on somebody, instantly their body's like, who is that? And why'd you let them do that? And so muscles will tense up. And so I don't want to have to work too hard. I want to work smart. So we use a drop table. It's just the technique that I use is just much easier that way. I also do um, an upper cervical technique that uses a uh, sound wave. It's called atlas orthogonal percussion adjusting. So it's a sound wave. The sound wave moves your atlas back and forth. And let me tell you, this is radio, but I, the video that goes with that is so awesome. What is your atlas? Your atlas is your C1 vertebra, the very top bone in your neck, and it is the major junction between your brain and all the rest of the apparatus. I've seen things that are atlas pieces that you can lay on when you're on the floor, mm -hmm. and they hold up right. that part of your neck. Right. Is that, that sounds seems like more of a traction um, I'm not sure about what you're speaking about, but... Um, uh, but the atlas is the most freely moving bone you own, and so it can move in three directions in space. And so that's why we take x-rays to see where it's gone so that we can put it just exactly back where it's supposed to go. Because again, it's a giant ring. The rest of your vertebra are um, body and a little um, brace piece to the back, so your cord goes back through the back of your spine. But your atlas is a giant ring, and so your brain stem sits in your atlas. And so when your brain stem is compromised by the atlas being out of position, there's lots of things in that brainstem that are serious. There are breathing centers, there are motion centers, there are um, uh, sensory centers, all of which is really kind of crucial to you having an optimal life. So taking the pressure off of Atlas is huge. How does that sound wave help adjust your atlas. So we put the sound wave in. After we've taken the x-ray, we know exactly what vector we want to use. And so we just kind of aim the force and we watch the atlas move back to where it goes. That's cool. It is, because that's the first video I saw when I was still in chiropractic school that made me decide this is a technique I have to own. It's awesome. Yeah, anything that's gentle. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Seems to be the way, the way to go, it, especially because I think we all... I hate to use the word punish, but I think we punish our bodies. That's a very apt description of what we do day in, day out in a lot of different ways, whether it's mentally, physically, or emotionally. We're putting ourselves through the mill. So the more that you can do things gently, and honestly, it's what works for me. I, there are more than 200 techniques in chiropractic, some of which sound brutal, but they work. But they just don't work for everybody. I, again, my size and my stature and, and my desire to, to be adjusted in a lighter method is why I do it that way. Over 200 different techniques? Yes, ma'am. All done with hands or also done with tools? Some done with tools. Some done with tools. Yeah, so my sound wave is a... Um, uh, Atlas orthogonal percussion adjusting instrument that generates that sound wave, and it's it looks like I use a, um, a portable one, so mine looks like a hypodermic needle. It's kind of funky looking, but I let everybody feel it on their finger first because there's nothing to feel, quite frankly. Um, but it does make a difference, and it's pretty amazing. 
you are all about brain balance. Yes, ma'am. Explain that to me. So we have these wonderful, this wonderful apparatus inside our head that when we're born is actually built in two hemispheres. And so when we live, we make the connections between the two hemispheres. And so that's why breastfed babies are more, have a higher IQ than bottle-fed babies because they're constantly turning their heads one way and the other to, to nurse from either breast. And so that's why one of the first things we tell parents that you know, when they're ready to bottle feed or even if they can't breastfeed, always switch sides because that will help them. It's called cross-crawl patterning. And so when we connect the hemispheres, we become smarter and so, but over time, we can be unbalanced. So I will, again, hearken to a picture, if you can, um, two famous photographs of people we know. So there's a uh, Time Magazine photo of Bill Clinton and a Time Magazine photo of Richard Gere. Assuming they had the best photographers available, because it's Time Magazine and it's Bill Clinton and it's Richard Gere, when you look at those photos, and I encourage you to go look them up online, Look at their faces. They are not similar right and left. And what you can see is one side droops a tiny bit, one eye's a little bit lower, one eye shape is a little different than the other one. That's a dead giveaway that that, balance, that brain is not balanced. Babies come out, their eyes aren't necessarily the same right. shape. Right. Their head may be a little misshapen. Which is why we encourage everybody to have babies checked almost immediately because you can make a bigger difference before we start layering more and more stress onto them. And so it's amazing, you know, when you just start looking, like that very first chiropractor I told you about, he told me to watch people. Back then he told me to watch people. He said, watch when people walk. He said, you will see people who look like they are in tremendous pain walking. He said, then you see people who are just strutting along, arms are swinging, legs are swinging, and life is good. He said, which one would you rather be? You know, it's just amazing to me that he set that up so long ago, and it took me so long to find. But I'm here, so it doesn't matter. I'm here. I don't think you took as long as you thought. <laughs> you, could, you could have spent an entire lifetime doing something you didn't enjoy, yeah. and you and you got out of that. And, and I am I am blessed to be where right where I am. I don't think we're meant to be in pain. We are not. Physiologically, we're not built for it. Physiologically, we're built for small bouts of stress. Small bouts of stress can make us better humans. We call that eustress. When you study or cram for a test, that's eustress. The stress we live in in 2020 and 2021 is distress, and that is never-ending. And so that bathes us in cortisol and stress hormones, which is like corrosive battery acid to the body. Now, it's not as Technically, they're not exactly the same, but really, they're, they're the same. They're having a deleterious effect. You're aging faster. You're aging from the inside out due to stress. When somebody comes to see you, I'm guessing you ask them what they eat and how much exercise they do and what kind of exercise they do. Yes, ma'am. Our, our intake form's rather lengthy, but we don't hit them with it all at one time. We, we kind of space it out, parse it out a little bit, but we do ask important questions. Like, are they getting enough sleep? Like, are they getting enough water? I mean, we start with the simple stuff, you know, water, sleep. It's kind of important. We ask about exercise, and honestly, if it's somebody who never exercises, I'm like, please go for a walk. Start small. Go for a 10-minute walk. You can build from there, and really, walking is a fabulous exercise. 
when you're out and about in the world, you can kind of forget your troubles a little bit. You can see nature and appreciate your world around you. But walking is a pretty fabulous exercise. We get to the to the food part, but we, we give them a little. Let, we let them get comfortable with me first. You mentioned to me that you really like when people meditate. I do. And that you have something that you do specifically that's related to meditation. Yeah, we have the BrainTap product in, in-house, um, and BrainTap is sight and sound meditation. Um, so you're looking a little um, futuristic. You're wearing a pair of earphones, and you're wearing a visor, kind of looking a little bit like Geordi from um, Star Trek, and there are lots of things going on. So there's binaural beats that are getting you to a brain wave that is um, a meditative state. There are light entrainment, um, so there's lights going on in your ears and lights coming through closed eyes to entrain your brain to make it easier to meditate every time. So it's gently creating a habit through your brain to meditate. And then there's the suggestions. So we give you positive suggestions. BrainTap has a bazillion and 10 opportunities for either um, stress reduction, sleep um, improvement, there's programs for little ones to help them learn better. There's habit cessation. There's all kinds of self-improvement. Um, and so we start you out here, and then we give you um, a 30-day sampler uh, so that you can get it in through your phone. You don't have to have the, head, the headgear, but it's so much better with the headgear. But you can get it, and then it becomes a monthly subscription service. And then there's every bundle. I mean, they, they make it so easy. Every bundle has like between 30 and 35 meditations in it. So you can meditate one every day for a month and then change the bundle. Okay, I want to do sleep this month. Uh, okay, I want to do habit formation this month. Whatever. I've been meditating since I was 14. My parents were kind of forward thinkers and sent me to learn how to meditate that early in life, but the first time I experienced this, I thought I'd been asleep for hours. It was so deep. We got so deep so quickly, and it had been 10 minutes. It's an amazing process. I like that it can get you into that meditative state without you having to sit there and do the work. Well, yeah. It's very hard to turn off a monkey mind. Absolutely. And this really pretty much takes you out of the game. Um, they have dual voice, which sometimes unnerves people. They're like, I couldn't pay attention. Well, your job is not to pay attention. But they're single voice, too, if that's easier. But the bottom line is the more you do it, the more you get into a habit and your brain gets into the habit. That's what the light entrainment's about. And it's easier every time. It's just easier and easier and easier. And the whole goal is... Doing it more often. You also said something to me about EMF. Yeah. EMF is our nemesis, unfortunately. So electromagnetic field. We all have one, and we have a good one around us. That's a beautiful thing. But everything with a plug and a battery has a more powerful one that can disrupt our field. And I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Um, so we need to be protected from our devices because, unfortunately, they're with us 24-7. You know, and I, I'm, the jury's still out for me as to whether or not wearing one of those things on your wrist to sleep with to just measure whether or not you're sleeping well is a good idea. There's lots of things out there. Grounding technology is phenomenal. It's been around for a while. Um, we work with a company that gets us uh, a little bit different level. So I, I bring in some grounding products. I personally sleep grounded. My pillow's wrapped in a grounding mat. My bed has a grounding mat over it. All the computers in here... Uh, except for the one at your elbow, <laughs> have a grounding mat underneath the um, keyboard so that the person who's working at it is protected from it. Um, 
They make uh, grounding rings um, that we sell. We have a, a safe haven, which is a new instrument that plugs into your wall. It has two plastic prongs that are the plug part, and then the ground is the metal part, and the box itself connects your, your ground outlets are connected throughout your house. But what this does is then protect you. It sends out the protection that's now linked to every grounded outlet in your house, and you kind of live in a little bubble where you're protected from EM radiation, which is unfortunately getting worse by the day. It's very difficult it to is. disconnect it is. from all these electronics. Yeah, you know, I mean, our main source, how many people do you know no longer have a landline? So their only phone, their only connection to the outside world is their cell phone. And the cell phone may look innocuous because it's small, but it's a more powerful computer than, you know, probably the one that you sit at your desk and work at. So having that really up close to you has, has an impact. You know, I was talking to someone today about um, smart meters on your home, you know, and unless they can figure out how to put mine in a Faraday cage, I don't want one. It's all about doing your best to protect you. This is a gift you were given when you came to the planet, this body, and it's everybody's responsibility to know how to protect it, how to feed it, and how to do right by it. And protecting yourself from EM radiation, it's a biggie. I think people know a lot of things. I don't think they always do them. Hence the human condition. Yes, ma'am, you are correct. <laughs> and I'm no different from that. Me, me either, me either. We touched briefly on the issue of sleep. Mm -hmm. Most people are not getting good night's sleep. This is true. It's epidemic, unfortunately. There are some things we, we talk about your sleep hygiene a lot in this office because um, there are things we can do to have a better night's sleep. Some of them are truly walking away from anything that has a blue screen, whether that's your cell phone or your TV or your laptop or your iPad or your whatever, for at least an hour before bed. That will allow your retinas to calm down a bit. Taking a hot bath with Epsom salt, now I get a lot of traction with that in the winter. People will do that. But in the summer, I get a lot of pushback. Doc, I don't wanna take a hot bath, it's 90 degrees out. Okay, stuck your feet, stick your feet in some Epsom salt. That'll be okay. But it will relax your, your whole system, and that's part of that sleep hygiene. Wind down as we get closer to bedtime. And you have sleep pillows. Yes, ma'am. We have um, a sculpted pillow so that you are supported whether you're sleeping um, on your back or on your side. Um, those are the two premier sleep positions. We, we really try and discourage people from tummy sleeping. It's so bad for your stomach and your spine and your back and your neck and what we try to fix. So, yes, we do. And we fit the people before they get to take one home. You just can't buy one. You, it has to fit you. I have loved every minute of this conversation. You are just a font of wonderful information, you. and your passion for what you do is palpable. If somebody wants to get in touch with you at Still Point Family Chiropractic, how do they find that? So there are lots of ways. Um, our website is drpenella.com, so D-R-P-E-N-N-E-L-L-A.com. Our Facebook page is uh, Still Point, I believe. So the website's there. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Dr. Pinella, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you, Alex, for having me. This has been a joy. There are so many CBD stores from which to choose. CBD Jubilee sets itself apart from all the others with an excellent array of top-end hemp products and a knowledgeable staff that will work with you to get you feeling your best. Choose to take care of your body and mind in a foundational way by supplementing with CBD. Find out more great information about CBD at cbdjubilee.com.
Today's show has been sponsored by CBD Jubilee, bringing you health and happiness every day. Thanks for tuning in.